some random guy on a certain TV show came out and said, the one thing that you can be certain about in this life is taxes and death. And since we're not a morbid podcast, we're going to focus on the taxes aspect. And the underlying question to this episode is, do you think digital creators, especially in Africa, do you think digital creators should pay taxes? And if yes, what percentage of tax should they pay? And I'm not going to talk about the sponsorship deals that these influencers get because most sponsors will come to you and tell you, look, we're going to give you 100,000 Kenya shillings, but we're going to withhold 5% tax. So the sponsor in one way, shape or form sort of submits your taxes for you. Our focus in this episode is going to be on the Google AdSense. And the platform that I'm going to refer to in this episode is YouTube. So if you're a creator on YouTube, I'm very sure at one point you've seen these videos where creators, especially in the States, come out and tell you in the last three months or in the last one month, this is how much I've made. And then they show you the statistics and then the numbers. And these are usually platforms that uh, or channels that focus on teaching people how to get on YouTube and create content and monetize it. So they usually give out these numbers as a way of solidifying what they are talking about, sort of monkey see, monkey do. So if I'm doing it, then you should be able to do it also, you know. And uh, in most cases, when you see these videos or the videos I had seen up until yesterday were videos of creators in the States. And then this lady came out, uh, this Kenyan lady came out yesterday and she was like, okay, she did the video a while ago, but I saw it yesterday. And in the video, she was like, most people have been saying that uh, I have a sugar daddy and uh, that the money that I use to travel is not my own. So what I'm going to do in this episode is show you that this YouTube thing pays and over the last couple of years, I've made a total of 3.5 million Kenya shillings. And in my head, I'm thinking, okay, so this is like a double-edged sword. For Just to give you a context again, because number one, if you are on the platform and you're trying to create content, you're like, oh, this is not uh, the biggest YouTuber in Kenya. And their numbers are not that um, out of the sky. They're not that big. And if they're able to make this much money, then I should be able to also make money from this on this platform, you know. But the other side is the one that now is like, uh, I think this creator has just snitched on us and now the government knows that us guys are making money on this platform. And the only thing you can do at that point is speculate on what the next move the government is going to take to make sure that uh, if you're getting paid, we're going to get our cut from this uh, piece of pie that you're getting from Google. And I know... uh, most people think that the government does not know, but there's a constant research, I think, by government individuals to look at what is happening, especially in the digital space, because that is the one space they have not been able to monitor properly because one person might have a million views and then get paid $50,000, and then the other one might have a million views and get $1,000. So it actually depends with quite a number of things that YouTube has put in place. And this, uh, just to give a brief uh, information or a brief highlight on what they look at, number one is whether your channel is uh, advertiser-friendly, if your content is targeting kids or actually people who can buy products. So you also get paid based on how many people 
watch your video but at the same time who is watching your video so if the people who are watching your videos are people who are, can actually go buy a product then the creator of that video gets paid more so when i saw this video i was like okay um, i don't know how to fail because number one uh, just to give you a brief breakdown if you look at the kenyan digital space it's not as big as we'd like it to be mostly because this internet thing is a new concept in africa and as we are learning um, to use it properly there are people who've already done it so you find sometimes you find yourself on youtube trying to study what the guys in the states are doing so that you can replicate but at the same time in your replication process you also need to be very careful because what works in one state might not work in the other and the most popular videos on youtube are prank videos and if you look at the google uh, adsense kind of policy or google monetization policy uh prank videos are not the best kind of videos if you're looking to make good a good amount of money on the platform so you you, st- you sort of have to find a balance of what works for you or the region that you're in or the people that watch your content and that is usually the hard part so going back to the underlying question of this video do you think that um these creators uh, digital creators should actually pay taxes and if yes then what are the measures that will make sure that guys do not necessarily uh, take advantage of the creators when i say guys i'm meaning uh, the rev- the revenue authority or kra or the government does not take, ad- take advantage of the creators because at the end of the day like i said whichever platform whichever gadgets or equipment that you're using to create content uh, is yours you know you bought it with your own money no one is employing you the only thing that you're doing is uploading to the internet and the government does not own the internet so should we pay should we pay uh, these taxes if at all or should these platforms that uh, because youtube needs us to put content on it so why is youtube not paying that tax you know because if you look at uh, like i said if you look at these creators from the states everyone comes and says uh, in the last um 12 months have made over a million Kenya shillings no a million dollars not Kenya shillings and now they they give you like a breakdown of now from their million from their million Kenya shillings how much they paid in taxes depending with the states they are in of course um how much went into buying equipment that they are using so there are those people if you if you're running these platforms as a company then you need to know that uh, their company exp- expenses So for example while recording this episode I'm using power okay I'm using my microphone I'm using a recorder that I bought with my own money so p- what people usually do uh, I'm not I don't want to call them tax cheats but what people usually do is put this uh, equipment that they've attained as company expenses you know because that way now whichever amount that you use on the equipment gets deducted from the money that you're supposed to pay in taxes so that your your business is not operating at a loss and that is not <laughs> i'm not trying to teach you any skill but that can only work for you if you have a registered llc so i guess the other question would be are you the kind of person that is looking to create content on digital platforms and do you believe in your craft enough to make sure that whatever you're doing is actually being done under the under your LLC under your company because at the end of the day 
Uncle Sam will want his own money. This episode is gonna is it's sort of a repetition because I keep saying the same things over and over. They make sense, yes, but I keep saying the same things over and over. So if you want to go and check out uh, different platforms online, I'm gonna give you a tip that you can use. There's a plug. Is it a plugin or an extension? A Google Chrome extension called Tube Buddy. So basically, it's a friend, your friend for everything YouTube. It ideally helps you. For example, if you're creating content on YouTube, it shows you which tags to use. It shows you. They even have tutorials on their channel on how you can take advantage of their platform and make sure that whenever you post a new video, it actually reaches the people that you're targeting. So it's a small tool that uh, I've used a couple of times. And uh, I can surely tell you that uh, this lady that came out, she's called Miss Trudy, that came out to talk about how much she's making on YouTube. She's not the biggest channel in YouTube on, on YouTube in Kenya. We have the likes of Erikumondi, Yamimami, Churchill. We have What Jesus Family. We have... Uh, who else? Who else comes to mind at this particular time? The green calabash. So those are just like a handful, you know. But if you go to YouTube and just check the entertainment site, like uh, this blogger, just this blogger called it Gobare. He used to do exposés on his channel, but I think he got a lot of lawsuits coming his way, and he sort of had to pull down or sort of slow down. He does the same thing, I think, now on Instagram. And then we have Caroline Mtoko, we have Syntonomy. So some of these channels are not as big. But again, like I said, Google uses different um, means to decide how much you get paid. Because if your content is attractive to people who can actually consume content and buy or watch adverts and buy, then you get paid more. So a channel with... Someone might have a channel with 10,000 subscribers, but they are making more money compared to someone who has 50,000 subscribers. So in the last episode, I mentioned about uh, your ability to reach out and send a voice message if you want to be featured in the next uh, podcast or next episode that we put out. And I just want to tell you that we have our first contributor. Thanks, Eb. Um, so I just needed to give you my feedback real quick before I totally forget about it. So um, first of all, a lot of insights in there liked the whole episode i actually did not know sanford was closed because uh one me and twitter or rather me and trending topics uh no go but that's interesting and and what you brought out especially out of that episode about how you know how business is going to go forward and i think that's a very wanting conversation especially now and especially with the economic times um that are that are with us and that will be with us for a minute or the economic instability um and so i would actually have wanted you to delve deeper into going forward what are entrepreneurs what are the businesses that entrepreneurs can um get themselves into if you're a wanting entrepreneur or even if you're in the business how do you reinvent yourself like what's the way forward i think that would bring uh would be very insightful and i would personally like to see what you think you know having a grasp of the kenyan market and, and having been around for a minute when you look around what do you think uh 
will be what how will we come out of this who are the who are going to be the major gainers and why and uh those who will suffer the most and how they can mitigate those losses i guess and even going forward because business has to go forward you know what what are the ways that entrepreneurs can still have their feet grounded even as water keeps rising so feel free also to contribute to this if you want to be featured in the next podcast uh, i'm very open to building a community with you and uh, i'd like to hear what your opinions are especially on this episode because i'd like to know what your thoughts are when it comes to this whole digital creators being taxed kind of thing so i guess i'll see you in the next episode uh, this episode is a bit short but i also don't want to drag it on just because i need to hit uh, this number of minutes so i'll see you next time my name is sebastian feel free to like share subscribe depending on the platform that you're watching this from and i'll see you in the next episode peace out